Good morning. Welcome. 907. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Greg Cassidy is in the house. Is COVID coming back? Dr. Fauci pushing for an additional booster. Philadelphia saying the masks are coming back. We'll follow up on that. But first, we've got our special guest. I uh, guess he's uh, trained law enforcement officers. He was a law enforcement officer. He served in the military, and he is a huge supporter of the Second Amendment. Chris Wagner, uh, welcome back to the Bob Rose Show. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, give us a definition of ghost guns as being referred to by the president yesterday. Well, it's it's not actually a gun. It's parts that people use to assemble a gun, um, either in their home or whatever. A ghost gun can be a 3D printed receiver where they print a part of the gun that you attach all the other parts to, and you can make your own firearm. The issue that they were having is they say that it's hard to trace and that it's being used in crimes. And I would venture to ask them what their point is. Criminals use guns in crimes, whether it's a ghost gun or a serialized gun, makes absolutely zero difference. And I I don't understand how the Biden administration can use rulemaking to get around having Congress actually pass laws. And the reason for that, the reason he's doing it this way, we call it backdoor legislation, is because he knows it won't pass a law that could be reviewed won't pass constitutional muster. Um, this is a clear-cut violation of the Constitution if it was a law, but because it's a rule, it's about a little bit more leniency, and I really am beginning to see how they are going to continue down this road because he happened to mention he wanted Congress to pass universal background checks now that he's got this post-gun rule in, and that's a whole other nightmare um, going down for absolutely nothing that will help prevent crime. Uh, background checks don't stop crimes. They I don't did, stop bad guys from getting guns. They don't stop criminals from using guns. I, I, I didn't once, and I, I watched most of what he said, I didn't hear him once talk about dealing with the person behind the firearm, the one that pulls the trigger, the the bad guy, if you will. He didn't talk about increased sentencing. He didn't uh, talk about the DA being tougher and prosecuting more cases in that area. I mean, he, he completely avoided the fact that it doesn't matter what the firearm's made out of or whether it has serial numbers or not. It's the person, the person handling it. And if they're a bad person intent on hurting somebody, what does that have to do with their weapon of choice? It doesn't. And we've talked about this before on your show that, you know, people are going to hurt other people regardless of what weapon they're going to use. And we, all, we both know, if we, because we actually look at the facts, um, when you check the crime rates in the United States, and especially the murder statistics as given out by the FBI, People kill more people with their hands and feet than with all rifles and shotguns combined in the United States. And yet they want to try and, and eliminate the semi-automatic weapon and the high-capacity mag- high magazines that they talk about. When, when they are causing nearly as many problems as just violent people, we need to deal with violence in the United States if that's what they want to do. They need to deal with the people and the issues that are causing other people to become violent and think it's okay. And I think that's happening because of the leniency that's being shown to our criminal population. You know, criminals are are beating other people with baseball bats and hammers and stabbing them and shooting them, and then they get out of jail 
uh, with basically hardly serving any time, if any, and people think, well, that's no big deal. That's how we're we're all raised as a child. You assess risk and or, say, punishment. If I do this, I know my dad will kick my butt for just to keep it generalized and simple. But bad guys today, if they feel like, oh, if I even get caught, you know, if I even go to court, if I'm even found guilty, when they start to weigh out the risks, what's the worst thing that can happen in some of these cases? They spend eight months behind bars. That's hardly a deterrent. Yeah, we've we've lost that uh, thing where criminals were actually afraid to get caught. They were afraid to deal. They used to say, "Do the crime, do the time." You notice you don't hear that anymore. That's true. It's not true anymore. You, you don't hear them using that. I, I haven't heard that mentioned. It used to be used all the time. We used to have the enhanced sentencing for firearms violations in the state of Florida until the judges and the you know attorneys ruined that and don't don't adhere to it anymore. It's it's a sad thing. This is a backdoor way of trying to control firearms. That's all it is. And the only people that this rule will affect are law-abiding citizens who otherwise wanted to make their own firearm, because it is cheaper. It is cheaper to make your own firearm, and not everybody can afford you know, factory-made, high-end type firearms. So basically what he's done is he has affected poor people who want to make firearms and use them for either self-protection or for themselves in their homes and now they're not going to be able to because they can't afford it. They're going to have to pay the extra fees. They're going to have to go through the background checks um, and all these things, which will do absolutely nothing to stop crime. You want to stop crime? Start punishing the bad guys. Start putting bad guys behind bars and throwing away the key, as we used to say. You know, oh, it costs money, and we need to rehab them. You can't rehab somebody that cold-bloodedly murders and kills somebody else. Only God can do that. Only God can forgive people to do that kind of thing. But you know, as far as man is concerned, they are a, a threat to society and their, their fellow citizens, and they need to be put away. And he also uh, thinks that uh, they can. They always escape litigation, meaning the, the firearms manufacturer. He wants people to be able to sue them for the damage done by a firearm. Um, how's that going to fly? Well, think about it this way. You know, I, I worked DUI task force for many years and saw many fatal car crashes involving DUIs. I don't remember a single person crying and wanting to sue Ford or Chevy or Audi for the death of their you know, loved one because somebody was stupid enough to drink and drive and kill somebody else. Uh, it, it's, we need to stop blaming inanimate objects for the actions of human beings. We need to take and understand human beings are the issue here. It's not the piece of steel that was used. It's not the car that was used. It's not the baseball bat that was used. It's the person that we need to address. Stop stop trying to put Band-Aids on a cut artery because it's not going to work. You, know, you, have to, you have to really start thinking along the lines of what is the cause of all this? How do we stem it? You're not going to do it by... By legislation. You're not going to do it by outlawing things. We have so many laws on the books right now. You know, it's already illegal in case the criminals didn't know this and our law-abiding citizens who are for Biden's actions didn't know it. It's already illegal to murder somebody. I, I know that's a shock to a lot of people. It's already illegal to harm another human being without justification. Those are already on the books. It's already illegal to use a gun in a crime in the state of Florida. That's on the books. It's already illegal for a felon. There's so many laws out there that we could use to help curb some of these things. The only problem is the justice system, the, the courts, 
have screwed it up so bad now that criminals don't fear the courts anymore. And and you would think that the Biden folks who are putting out this disinformation would they would realize that, uh, you know, regular Americans are going to go, wait a second. They've talked about gun control for years. None of that stops crime. Look at states with big gun control, Illinois, uh, you know, Washington, D.C. and, and New York State. They, they have high crime uh, uh, rates and they have the strongest gun laws, supposedly. So I think the American people are catching on. Aren't they concerned there'll be a blowback effect? I hope there's a blowback effect. It's time that Americans realize they're being overrun. Their constitutional rights, are their rights protected by the Constitution, let me correct that, are, are being overrun and abused by our legislators and our government to the point now that people should realize this. We are being taken advantage of as law-abiding citizens. They're blaming us and making us pay for the, the acts of people who are inherently evil and violent. I heard you earlier, and you mentioned this, and it was perfect because it describes it perfectly. You can't legislate evil out of a person. You can't legislate somebody into being a good citizen. What you can do is you can hold that person accountable for their actions, like we all learned as kids or should have learned as kids, and, and make them pay for whatever kind of crime they commit. You know, and then give law-abiding citizens the chance to protect themselves. What is so hard to understand about that? Why is it so hard for people to understand that a law-abiding citizen is not going to run around committing mass murders? A law-abiding citizen just wants to protect themselves and their family. Give them the opportunity to do that. Our state of Florida, we've got a bill in legislators that didn't go anywhere. Georgia passes a constitutional carry bill through their legislation. Governor DeSantis has said he would sign one of those if it came to his desk. So a bill was submitted. Guess what? It died. Nothing has happened to it. It's just sitting there, and it probably will die in this session uh, as not even being heard by a committee. Why is that? Why is our Republican legislators not seeing the handwriting on the wall? Law-abiding citizens want their rights back. We want the ability to protect ourselves. And I shouldn't have to pay the government to do that. I shouldn't have to pay to use a constitutional right. There's so many things so wrong with our system right now, it's hard to, to fill it in in, your, in the segments that we have. You know, it's just, it's, it's very aggravating for people who believe in the Constitution and believe in, in what America stands for or should stand for. Well, keep speaking uh, the truth, and together, if, you know, we can change a few minds here and there. I get your point about the Florida legislature. It frustrates me. I've asked every one of them that have been on as guests about the constitutional carry. They all seem to nod approvingly, but the, nobody knows uh, why it doesn't go anywhere, so to speak, you know. Well, I don't know why I didn't make it out of committee, or there's so many other things we have to get to kind of idea but we'll we'll stay on it you'll stay on it and we appreciate your time chris wagner second amendment advocate thanks guys all right take care go back to fishing now nine that's, that's captain chris wagner by the way oh i'm sorry right. uh back to fishing there captain or <laughs> telling other people to fish whatever it is captains do 918 <laughs> on the bob rose show news talk 97.3 the sky